I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Ducky? Hey, welcome to HBO Showtime. My name is Tom. I'm Stroud. Uh, and I will be your Cody for this evening. I'm Sean Harris. John Harrison, so glad you're ah, in the studio tonight. Thank you, thank oh, famous you, porn star, Sean you, Harrison. Yes, you see my work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's you know what? It's been an exciting week for porn and other things on the internet. Yeah. Um, we're probably not going to cover it here on the show. Yeah. Gross mortem. If you didn't know, that's what you clicked on. Most of the people you're jerking off are alive, but some of them, it's not creepy out, are actually dead. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Um, guys. How do we start the show again? We start it with I have this. No idea. I know, Tom, you stole my fucking thing, so fucking keep doing it. I am. Guys, uh, let's start with Cody. Cody, how was your week? Oh, thank you for asking. Incredibly uneventful. I did schedule uh, my first dosage of uh, the vaccine, so uh, I'm looking forward to that day after tomorrow. Nice. You going to get that J&J straight to the brain? Yeah, straight to uh, wherever... Uh, I need clotting done. Now, I heard... No, it's not, no, I think it's Johnson & Johnson. I think Johnson & Johnson, uh, the clotting has only been happening to women. Yeah. So, yeah, on birth control. Like, so really? shouldn't they be giving it to men for free to yeah. deal with this problem? Put it right into my the, the shaft of my penis. So right. It, it can clot and be longer. Right. Clot. That's <laughs> harder. Sean, Sean Harrison. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Sean Harrison? That's, I mean... That's a new there technique. I have to write that one down, actually, Travis. So, Cody, you're getting 5G. I'm getting I'm getting half of 5G. I'm getting 2.5G on Friday. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then the other 2.5 comes, like, I think a month later. You're really getting Johnson & Johnson? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Stop asking. Good, good shit. That was paused, Mike. Uh, they, they, like, they took that off the shelves. Paused. I like that it's paused. Paused. It's It'll not like, back. oh, we're... We're right done back. with it. It's it's paused. It'll come back. It's like a laser disc. It's like when they took Four Loco off the market and then came back with Four Loco but didn't have caffeine. Yeah, so everyone hated it. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone hated it before too, but they kept buying it. Yeah, well, at least um, they, Yeah, they yeah, some. yeah. Cody, anything else with the week? Nah, I had a quesadilla. That was about it. All right. Super. Mike. Yeah. How was right. your week, Mike? Sean Harrison? Um so far, my week. I'm trying to think. I just lost money this week. I don't know. I just been, uh, right. We're going to cover that. It was money. I mean, but I'm going to be gaining money in a little bit. So uh, Good. Yes, fuck. we have a very exciting announcement for the <laughs> listeners of the show, uh, which we'll get to right before we start the uh, meat and potatoes. Ties in with the episode, Mike. Right. So, Mike, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Travis. Well, Cody kind of stole my thunder because I got dose number one, Moderna crew. Congratulations. Oh, you stole mine. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It was weird. You had to, like, my your sister did it, which is weird, kind of incestual. I don't know. <laughs> oh, did, did it? She inserted my arm, yeah. Yeah, the... that's kind of weird. Huh. Um, cool. Well, like, they may, I don't know. It was weird. They they shoot you up, and then you had to sit. I, I was doing it in Value Drugs, which is a regular drugstore. And then they have all these chairs spaced out in the aisle, and you just had to, like, sit there. Like in timeout yep. for fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, I bought deodorant there uh, <laughs> while they were doing it with all the old people, like week two, and it was like this is 
this is about grave distance. Are you getting used to it? Yeah. So, well, they gave me, they were like, what is this ID? Do you pay taxes here? Because I have Oregon license. I'm like, bam, bitch, I do. Get out of here. Give me that shot. Yeah, because you technically are a homeowner here. Yeah. Pretty oh, bad. flaming nice. homeowner. <laughs> yeah. You have the, the G's in you. I have those G's. Nice. Tom. It's beautiful. Italian zero G's. G. He's in zero G right now. I'm He's staying floating around. He's an orb of energy. I'm just floating. I do have a lot of energy right now. You know why? Because we're recording on Wednesday. Yeah. And when when people Hump are day. humping, I'm fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm not. I am not this PG hump day crap. No, no. dry humping. No, I am no, the peak no, 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 of no. my energy. Oh my! It is nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Is I am it? flying. I have been up since nine o'clock a.m. <sighs> directing wow. children. Because that's what I do for a day job. <laughs> and dealing with clients from Korea. Uh, Tom, you're like a more expensive camp counselor. I am. <laughs> I absolutely am. And the kids are getting paid as well. That's a cool camp. Yes. Uh, so that, you know what? Uh, I'm still in the middle of my week. It's too early to report. Yeah, it's pretty, but it's too early, yeah. Let's get into Wait, the- Wait, hold on. Can I show up to your job and just become like the Jason? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I would love that. Can I become another intern again? You want to be an intern? Yeah, let me get like you guys coffee and shit again. It's all remote. Digital uh, coffee. You get drive coffee. coffee around. Yeah, Uber, Uber coffee. I guess I'll do. <laughs> Just order Uber wow. coffee for people. Yeah. That's, now that is official. Is that um, a new job I have? I hear. I hear. You do have a new job, and we need to speak about it on the show. So enough of my week. We need to very much appropriately discuss the new plan, the new roast mortem oh. fiscal plan, yes. before anything. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <clears throat> And this ties into the episode. We're going to be talking about money, a lot of money this episode. And while we're at it, you know, Tom, can you explain our our our, our uh, profits, our goals as a firm? Right. Okay. So Ventures. as a disclaimer, none of the money we're using for this caper is from the Patreon. Yes. No. Thank we you. are not being this irresponsible. <laughs> but Travis, Cody, and myself, mostly uh, Travis and Cody, I'm picking up the spare change. Um. We are investing $6,666.66 to Roast Mortem Futures. Yes. The head division of Roast Mortem Futures is none other than Sean Harrison, <clears throat> a.k.a. Thank you, thank you. Mike. Sean yes. Harrison, in this digital age, I would love to give you cash. Woo! Baby. So, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to strip. I mean, uh, I'm going to invest this real. Yeah, oh, I can't be doing this, Mike. The whole goal is for you to become an adult. Then you buy the titties. Right. I so get, I get grilled cheese at lunch tomorrow at Secrets. <laughs> Come on. If it makes you money. So uh, the <laughs> idea of this, in short, is that he is receiving this money from the three of us. And I keep saying the three of us. I got to throw myself in there. This is, you know. Oh, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm basically yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Well, yeah, at well, the moment, Mike I am a big part of this. Thirty three hundred dollars right now in cash. Right. Yeah, so he's hold, yeah thirty three hundred dollars. I believe. What does it uh, sound? Like? Hold it up to the microphone. It sounds like a lot of wads. Right. Um, then Cody is doing it digitally, and then I'm doing it in rolls of pennies. Mike <laughs> will be taking this cash. He will be investing it. I still yes, you. I will be. I'm shorting you. She shorted me. Uh, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> uh, we have target goals. We haven't. Exactly figured them out yet. It's on the chalkboard. No. I'm gonna it's make you guys so filthy rich. It's gonna be what you're saying. Right. So Cody, my- Cody, what's our what's our time frame? What's our time frame going on? I I'm just freaking out how this w- doesn't sound like w- a better idea when we're sober. <laughs> but, no, uh, wait, wait. Can I invest all of it? Let's see, let's see if Mike can, you know, get himself to thirty thousand dollars. 
And we'll uh, put it all in Ethereum. Not not under a year, but we'll, like, <laughs> we'll put our first checkpoint uh, around, uh, I don't know, let's say six five or eight months. months. Five well, months? There will, five be, months. there will be checking all right. in. Okay, so either way, so that's the deal. Um, I'll keep if you, you guys like updated, the show, yeah. stick around for this little mini saga we have made of absolutely <laughs> irrespendable, uh, irre- irresponsible spending. Irrespendable oh, is a good title for this little yeah. trick. Maybe we'll call it the feature. Sean's, Sean Harrison's Irrespendable. Uh, I'll show you guys every time I spend it, I will make sure I show you guys how I spend it. There's going to be That's, a lot of pictures that, of That taquitos. was part of the stipulation. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. And I, I really like how like I, I asked you to like hold on. Hold, I, I, I trickled you some money over Zell. Doge 420, I man. You, I asked you to hold on to it. And before you did that, you blew a thousand of it into Dogecoin. Yeah, because it's Doge 420, and it, and it didn't hit. I got so fucked on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Why yeah. didn't you get fucked? Great, got... great start, Mike. Yeah, and I also really asked you to send me a receipt of it, of oh. the thousand you put into Doge. And that, what you sent wasn't a receipt. It was just <laughs> you putting, like, a thousand dollars into the oh. buy, like, order without any, like, confirmation. So... You don't know what a receipt is, and I'm already, like, <laughs> panicky a little bit. All right. So, but we're jumping off into whole new investment futures here, Cody, and uh, talk about receipts. It's a great, brave. great segue. Right. The oh. future's brave. Shout out to Big Will. So, tonight, we are going yeah. to be roasting the biggest white-collar Wall Street crime in history. So, put on your cashmere golf sweaters, Have it bust out some rails of coke, Ooh. hire Woo. an Epstein masseuse. Because we're roasting Bernie Madoff. I can't oh. believe a socialist like you would would roast Bernie like this. <laughs> That's different Bernie, dog. It is. Okay. I it, had a feeling actually, that that was going to backfire. I, I feel like they're two uncles. Like the good uncle and the terrible one you, you're never going to see again. Right. The one who throws money at you and, and tries to buy you favors. Uh, and I don't know or, which one, one you're talking about. Uh, well, <laughs> they're both throwing money at you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's just different. Um, continue. Trends. Now, this boy, Bernie Madoff, uh, he's a freshie. He actually died on Tom's birthday. So oh, this happy year, birthday, so happy birthday. It's one of my favorite gifts I've ever received. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> April 14th, okay. 2021. So Bernie Madoff operated the largest Ponzi scheme ever pulled off. And how'd mm. he do it? It's because rich people are fucking stupid and lazy. And they don't really care where they're throwing their money, and they don't know how to work for it. Not us, though. I mean, we're the future rich. Exactly. We don't have a lot of money now, but my, yeah. Smart high investments. IQ investments only. Yeah, right. checks and balances. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh Thank my you, God. for my future wealth. No problem. So this his scheme did not just affect the rich. It fucked over people from all walks of life, including his own family, who bought into the Ponzi scheme. Oh. Yikes. <sighs> Now, you know when old people say, remember the good old days? Yes. Yeah. You remember those good old days, right? Like um, 9-11, war in the Middle East, which is over now. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, um, and just warming up. 2012, that was supposed to end, but yeah. no, they're still here. The little rascals. That's what I think of with the old time. I, you know, fun Black jokes. and white, right? Black and white. TV. Yeah, and... Um, and of course, who can forget, right when we were, when Tom, Cody, and I were entering our adulthood, the financial crisis of 2008 and the subsequent uh, which recession. One? Right. Uh, the housing market bubble. Yeah. Not only. Oh, that one. Okay, cool. Not only was it fun, but it was a great way for Nancy Pelosi to increase her net worth by $150 million. Yeah. 
Also a great way to uh, market V for Vendetta. Yes. Great movie. I love how either side of the aisle identifies with that movie and no one knows what the hell is going on. You get the most <laughs> retarded libertarian fuck and the most liberal Bernie bro like saying this movie's about us. <laughs> and then the British are like, uh, you guys have bonfire night? Light off some fireworks, get drunk, have bonfire. Guy Fox. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, a fun movie, but people definitely read into it a little bit too much. Forgetting it's fiction. It's a cool movie. I like so, that one. so Bernie Madoff did not cause the crisis, um, but his criminal masterpiece certainly fueled the recession. Oh, ah, I know that. Masterpiece. So this is a disclaimer here. This story is about the wonderful lost tribe of is- Israel, uh, which uh, huh? we have been called out before for being uh, anti-Semitic. Have we? I just wanted to. Who? who say- what? <laughs> Well, people are like, well, you guys are saying a little bit too many Jew jokes. Too many? Tom's Jewish. Tom, we got Tom here. Yeah. Yeah. We got our pass. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, let's be honest. Punching Jews is punching up. Okay? Yeah. When you own the banking system, you could take a few jokes. And I'm a mensch, right? (laughs) You're kind of a mensch. Yeah. Yeah. He's wow. a mensch. Okay. Yeah, I guess guilty I did, by association. You see, all, you see all this money he's got? He's absolutely a mensch. Yeah, look at this. I didn't know this was a concern of any of our listeners, but I must assure you that if you are concerned, please write us. At, That's it. Yeah, listen, well, how you feel? Just, yeah, no, okay. no, 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 we're not giving them an address. Just oh. write us. Oh, yeah, they'll send us bad things. <laughs> just write. Write us. So Bernard Lawrence Madoff was born April 29th. Uh, 1938 oh. in Laurelton, Queens, New York. You're ser- oh. Wait, this guy's initials are seriously BLM? Yes, which was really <laughs> weird. The book was written before Black Lives Matter, and they just abbreviated it as BLM. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Sign of the times. Burn, burn, Bernie Madoff's life matters. Yeah, it does. That's why we're here. <laughs> He's celebrating something. <laughs> So now Laurelton, uh, which is now, it's in Queens. It's just north of JFK. Now it's a very Jamaican neighborhood. You get yourself a nice oxtail soup. Ooh, nice. lovely. gas. But uh, back then, it was the Jewish middle-class utopia of New York City. Okay. So mm. Bernie's parents, Sylvia and Ralph, were both first-generation Americans from a Polish, Romanian, and Austrian parents. Uh, Ralph was a plumber by day, but... By night, he ran an illegal stock brokerage. That's pretty sick. Fine, which is cool. Yeah, industrious guy. He's trading shares without a license. Who cares? Got to make it in this world. Shares. Yeah, yeah. Just who cares? You got to share your shares. Got to share them around. Yeah. Why do you need a license? They're called that. I didn't even know you needed a license to be like a like a licensed broker of like shares like that. No, I get like you know I get the purpose of a broker, but like if someone wants to just broke some shares for you. Nobody <laughs> checked back then, anyway. Yeah, right? no one really checked. Yeah. yeah, and also it's funny that he's like sell them under the table, like Lucy cigarettes. Like, yeah, I got General Electric here. I got half a share. Let me get a Coca Cola when you come over to fix my toilet later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I assume he's like actually handing over like the paper certificates of the shares. And yeah, shit like that. this is the thirty because this is before. Wow. Yeah, this yeah. Is before oh, Robin Hood, wacky wire stuff. Yeah. So Bernie was never really an all-star in school. He was pretty liked, but people thought he was a little bit slow. He was completely overshadowed by his younger brother, Peter, and sister, Sandra. 
Um, but what he lacked in his grades, he made up for in his ambition. Bernie got a job link. Just like Mike. Yeah. Just like Mike here. Tony Harrison. What's your name again? <laughs> Sean Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that joke. Explain it. Oh, no. It's, it's, just, uh, it's his porn yeah, star name. It's a porn star. Street where he lives. Fair middle enough. name. It's your, yeah, middle name and the street you grew up on is your porn star name. And it's so normal that we have to adopt. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love the way it sounds. Yeah. Hi, Sean Harrison. Yeah. Online. So much like the way most of your porn start, Bernie's job was laying sprinklers. <laughs> he'd come by your house and he'd be like, Oh, he lays sprinklers. Yeah, yeah, laying some pipe, some hot pipe. A lot of money Bernie. in irrigation these days. Yeah. But basically, he, he worked with this one dude and realized how, like, the dude taught him how to lay sprinklers. And he was like, Fuck that. I'm going to do the business myself. A very industrious young boy. That's pretty rude, actually. Yeah, kind of fucked <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> so our high school was uh, pretty diverse, I would say, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, we, yeah. Mine was, yeah, yeah. Huntington? Yeah, Huntington was pretty diverse. It was weird. You? That was very diverse, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're... you're West it was Babylon. Pretty, yeah, it was like half. It was a pretty good mixture of people. Yeah, we were about half and half, too. They actually dragged kids from, like, the richer neighborhoods into our school. Oh. So it could be as elite and poor at the same time. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It was an mix interesting it up day. experience. Uh, yeah, mix it up. Oh day. yeah, which was interesting. To... The cafeteria, I think we mentioned this before, was segregated. Yeah, now, really. It, yeah, uh, yeah. It it wasn't enforced segregation though. It was just <laughs> there was two sides, and like you know, each like demographic of people like you know kept to their own. Yeah, really. Was, yeah, the school like, was divided by a wall. The and school it, yeah. noticed that, and they made a mix it up day where they. <laughs> so yeah, they did a mix yeah, it up day like, where they invited. The school all... didn't want to lose like a like their tax credit or something, so they made, you know, both sides of the cafeteria like intermingle, which it was, was like very prison, awkward prison style. It's just like we see what you're doing, yeah. and we're not here for it. There, there was. Not, I didn't feel any racial tension in the school. No. So when you have a bunch of no. adults going, we need to fix a non-existent problem. Yeah. You know, like yeah. people went freely from problem. one side yeah. or the other. Yeah. It was never like, it wasn't weird to say. But the one thing I've realized now is that the way it was shaped, there was two rooms and there was a hallway in between. Um, and on one side. Like a horseshoe. Where I was like a horseshoe. I've just now realized what they've attempted to do to mix it up even further. Ooh. They put the sandwiches that you could buy. <laughs> <laughs> on the ki- on the side with all the Mexicans, yeah, and then they put the place to get burritos and tacos, all the by the white kids, dude. Social engineering, <laughs> yeah. And then the the the, <laughs> the hamburger sandwiches and fried chicken was in the middle because everyone likes that. But oh, you know, so it was very strange. I'm realizing so now, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> who does funny. any of this? And Gladys was serving them on both sides. Right. Enough about our lunch room. Well, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah, so- I, hate, I hate lunch at school. Don't remind me. Yeah, our, our <laughs> school was pretty diverse. And I remember a certain, we talked about the weird segregation, but I remember a certain friend's mom, and she talked about Huntington, Huntington High School was a great school to go to, except for the element. Ah, was that a thing? Yes. The element? What was the element, you asked? Oh, black people. Oh, jeez. Really? Yeah. Yeah. His, his mom was like, the element is like fucking our school up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think capital he was one T, of those rich kids e. that was piped in yeah yeah i mean he had a beamer in in fucking yeah but he was all right i remember that he was kid. okay he was a good guy yeah yeah um uh, um so i would say if uh if black people were jewish that house mom was very anti-semitic um well. so the same reason 
this was the same reasoning for Madoff, the Madoffs to move their kids to far Rockaway High School in much safer hey, Long Island. Thank oh, God. Nice. Get themselves away from the boroughs. This nice is... area, far Rockaway. Yeah. Far Rockaway. Yeah. So, so Bernie meets his high school sweetheart and one day wife, Ruth at Alburn, Al, Alpern, Al, Alpern, Alpern, eh, Alpern, 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 like aspirin. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he graduates from uh, Far Rockaway High School and then goes to the University of Alabama, which is a very weird choice for a uh, Jewish yeah, kid yeah. from Queens to go to. It's cheap. That's the reason why he there went. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I felt it. It was a lot cheaper than the city school. Oh. Yeah, the blood in my bo- <laughs> the blood in my toes was boiling. Oh, I wish I could go get those Alabama prices for everything. <laughs> But he dropped out after a year, came home, and then went to Hofstra. Oh, nice. On Long Island. That's more the speed. Yeah. Yeah. And graduated with a political science degree. What does that mean? I don't really understand that degree myself. Yeah, poli-sci. I don't know. I mean, you just shortened it. I don't understand how that would help me understand it. Yeah, nice (laughs) job, though, probably, right? I don't know what jobs you get from poli-sci degrees. HR, maybe? I don't know. Even resources? That's a nice job. Talk to people all day. I mean, it's got to be political. Like, you're in the political sphere or the money sphere. One or the other. I don't know. I'm not smart. I never went to school. I don't even know. I don't know what a dean is. (laughs) I know a dean. Dean's a great man. I know a dean, too. You know what a dean is, Tom? You know what a dean is? I I went to principals, okay? I I visited the principal's principal's office. I went to visit the guidance counselor, okay? What's a dean? (laughs) I flicked the dean. Yeah. Dean. Yeah. Do you know? So in 1960, Bernie joins the Army Reserves to avoid the draft. Nice. Basically a weekend job on uh, Governor's Island. But it's kind of weird because how does this little, he's not rich. They're, they're kind of middle class. So how does this Jewish kid with a poli sci degree uh, in the reserves make his big break into Wall Street, eventually becoming the king of the market? I don't understand. I really don't. Yeah. Tom, you got to let me know about those seven Jew bankers at the center of the earth. That control I control everything. I can't say that. I can't have this conversation. You can't. Here. Oh. A public? Wow. No. Later. Absolutely not. Later. Later. Okay, cool. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, he didn't really have an in with uh, anyone in particular, but in, at the age of 22, Bernie formed the Bernard L. Madoff Investment Securities, BLM Investment Securities. Right. Oh, nice. But I, I guess his secret Jew banker was his now father-in-law, Law Saul, who gave him a 50K loan. Just big money back Ooh. in the 60s. Way big money. Yeah. Wow. You actually gave me 50K. What the fuck is this six grand shit? In comparison, <laughs> oh, uh, in back then money, we just gave, well, when I say we, I mean mostly me, uh, we just gave you $40. Exactly. This is uh, comparison. Yeah. I thought we were supposed to be like, like, kind of like, I don't know. Make us money. I'm going to piss you <laughs> off the record, too. Okay. I'll show you how to do it. It's easy. <laughs> Mike is not Jewish for people playing at home. <laughs> so, Bernie's strategy was to buy and sell stocks that were too low, lowly for the big firms. So, basically, he was a penny stock trader. Ah. Ooh, that's dangerous. It's very like risky. That. Yeah, but if you do it in volume, and you diversify, you can be a moron. <laughs> and you, you can be a moron even quicker. Yeah. yeah. You, you can strike gold, especially back then when news traveled a lot quicker, uh, slower. And yeah, before, right? And before annual report. I mean, 
excuse me, when it was annual reporting, pre-quarterly reporting. Yeah, so actually he had got this 50K and then he invested it and there was a market crash in 1962. He lost all of that money, then asked for another loan from Saul just to fake uh, what he made, what he sold to his like people. Oh, oh the squidged it. Wow. Yeah. So, so squidged so it right we, from the beginning. So I could lose all this that, and kind of fake it. Mike, yeah, be taking yeah. notes at the moment. You have a Mental lot notes. of yeah. um, you Let know, that be a lesson, that. Mike. Never invest when it's 1952. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Bernie's big break was when he met a dude named Carl Shapiro. I'm assuming he's related to our friend Ben. Really? Yeah, he's coming on the show in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. We ben Shapiro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben really? Shapiro's coming on the show. Yeah. Get those toes ready? He's like not that bad when you talk to him on the phone. Like he might seem like a cartoon character all the time and not understand anything. He, he, he always brings up like feet, though. He's very much into. He wants to see my feet all the time. He's, I heard about he the feet to thing. Yeah. He's gonna be. We're actually we're having him on the show in two weeks from now. We're gonna do George Floyd. It's gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> cut that out. You're gonna get fucking canceled. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that. It's a joke. So Shapiro was a very successful gar- garment maker. Not Ben. I mean, he probably Ben Shapiro probably wears dresses. But this guy <laughs> made dresses. <laughs> nice. Wait, he, Bernie Madoff made dresses? No, no this his inve- his major investor, Carl oh, Shapiro. Oh, oh. oh, that guy. Yeah. So Carl Shapiro gave Bernie one hundred k to invest in his penny stocks. Nice friend. Uh, Bernie made some good choices, and bam, he had his first millionaire client. Damn. This guy Shapiro. Uh, now, the two guys used to take ad- adventures into upstate New York, ooh. into the Hudson Valley and the Catskills. Now, have you guys been up there uh, like recently-ish? Or no, I've never explored been up there. the area? No, not really explored. I mean, I've been up there, but I'm usually yeah, just at an Airbnb it, yeah. doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so when you drive around up there, you'd, you'd still today... You see these like resorts and like cottages and stuff like that, like fifties retro. This is kind of like decaying. Yeah, I mean, I say that now, mm. but I don't know if like maybe hipsters from Brooklyn have brought them out. Oh, and gentrified it, yeah. Recently, but this is gonna be really cool fixer up. I know exactly what kind of chalk paint I want to use on these walls. <laughs> yeah, subway tile and shiplap. <clears throat> so that area, the Catskills and the Hudson Valley, used to be called the Borscht Belt. Also oh. known as the Jewish Alps. Really? Yeah, so that's actually ringing a bell. There were a lot of Jewish summer camps up there. Mm-hmm. Um, these were, yeah. What's that about? Jewish folks like buying these properties and running these really lucrative camps for other Jewish kids where because it was Jewish themed, they'd be able to get these rich Jews to send their little rich Jew kids up there. And they'd, be, and, they, and they'd sell them a branded yarmulke. And a sleeping bag with I, with a picture of of a Torah on it. I'm imagining yeah. a yarmulke that has like the Boy Scout patches on it. <laughs> <laughs> like boom, boom, the boom, boom, bunk boom. beds were in the gift shop. Yeah, I, I mean, have you ever seen a Jewish Boy Scout? Do they exist? Oh yeah, I had a couple. They, the the Scout camp I used to go to had a um, had a temple, but there was only like three kids that went there. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they legally had to have a temple. Oh, uh, right. Or else it'd be anti-Semitic if they had to bring their own matzah. I get it. Um, <laughs> look, it's fine. Um, but yes, my dad told me about this. My Jewish dad, my fully Jewish dad, <laughs> who who likes my jokes. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, Tom, the, the Catskills was 
not only were they opening these camps, but a lot of older Jewish people would vacation there if they had a little extra money, or they'd retire there. There's a lot of like retirement homes. This was before they found out Florida existed. It was before it was discovered. <laughs> right. The, 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 oh, uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so Carl used to bring Bernie up to the Catskills to a certain resort, resort called Sunny Oaks. And he'd bring him up oh. there and he'd be like, yo, all of you retired Jewish guys, invest in this dude's firm. He's really good. Oh, nice. So, Sounds good. I'd do the same yeah. thing. It's people that have pensions. Word of mouth. Summer camp money. Everybody just is. Spend that shit, you know? They're living in a taxed, reduced area. At the time. Yeah. Just in a mountain. It's fine. Well, you know, those mountains have the access points to that place that you're going to tell We're me not, later. Well, it's close to one of the holes. I'll put it that uh, way. Right. There's a certain goal. And this is where Bernie's Ponzi scheme begins. Ooh. What's now, a Ponzi scheme again? Pond. Yeah, so now. There was a Ponzi on, scheme. On our fifth, Did you just ask that? Well, our fifth episode, our fifteenth episode of the show, Cody did the originator of the Ponzi oh, scheme. Oh, any refresher, Carlo Ponzi and Cody. If you could kind of give a yeah, but like, wait, can we just take a second and like realize the guy with like thirty three hundred dollars in front of him? <laughs> we're we're like trusting him with like around six k. Yeah, doesn't know what a Ponzi scheme is. I probably know. I just don't know what like what it like entails. I'm gonna say. I know, look, you're on my other side of the family. You're not Jewish, but you're off to a great start. You are not admitting fault. You have no idea what you're doing. What do you mean? <laughs> this is Plausible good. deniability. Like, I don't know what, I don't, what, what the Ponzi scheme mean. If you're, my, Zwick cut this out. Wink, wink. You can leave it in. Mike. What? If you are admitting here publicly that you don't know what a Ponzi scheme is, and then you happen to just pull a Ponzi scheme. Oh, no one ever know. It, exactly. <laughs> no one figured out. That's all I meant. Yeah. But also, he, he could fall for a fucking Ponzi scheme if we don't tell him what's up right <laughs> now. What, is that right. a pyramid scheme? It's is... good for you to hear. There you go. go. Okay. I understand. He's, he's got yeah. the basics of it. So, pyramid Cody, scheme, give right? us a little rundown of what you right. found out uh, in 2018. Jesus, we've been doing this too long. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, okay. Essentially, a Ponzi scheme is a reshuffling, a zero-sum reshuffling of wealth to make it seem like a thriving business venture. But in reality, what you're doing is you're using um, your junior investors. And when I say investors, it's in air quotes. You're using the, the money from your junior investors to pay your senior investors. And then when your junior investors become senior investors, you're using the new wave of junior investors. So you're always taking money from the new guy to give it to the guy with seniority. But eventually... There isn't infinite people to feed into the scheme. So when there's no more new guys to pay the old guys, it collapses on itself and it's a huge fucking mess. Like you're sticking like you're sticking the tab on the new guys. And then Every when time. there's no new guys, uh, it goes tits up. Yeah, because you need to you need to expand. You need your money somewhere. If you like just think of it, it's growing exponential. So for every five senior investors, you're gonna need seven uh, junior investors to cover your ass. So that's so, always growing. And then those junior investors will need nine even more junior investors. And Get then money. those nine might need like 15. And then those 15 might oh. need like 40. And then those 40 might need 100. And you're, but and, there and you're going to infinite occur, people. So you'll eventually crash out. And you're going to occur uh, operational costs. You have to take some out of it too. And right. then if you want to get more people into it, you need to take out marketing. So you're just bleeding money from the beginning. It's uh, not a good way yeah. of doing things. But it's fast uh, money. Right. It can be done. It's yeah. fast money. Can right? be is done. it fast? 
so, so these, Carlo, yeah, b- these before six- Carlo, this was called robbing Peter to pay Paul. Oh, biblical. I, I was say so, Mike. These senior investors they're talking about—they're getting like a return on investment. So all that money that's just sitting in lump, you can spend because you just got to pay the guy ten percent or something. Uh-huh. You know. So now that we have that covered, yeah, uh, we know tomorrow. We know that this guy is in a summer camp with a bunch of. Old Jewish old men. Old jo- Jewish men who are on a camp on a lake somehow uh, having their men serving fish for them <laughs> because they're busy and it's Saturday. So Bernie was like, this is it. Because so you've got these pensioners, right? They're not taking their money out anytime soon. They're just waiting to die. And then you get hit them with all these fees that accrue and all this shit. Right, right. So he's like, mm. I'll take your pension and I'll invest it in your retirement funds and I'll invest it into the stock market and my firm. But what he's just really doing is just taking their money and putting it in a JP Morgan account. Oh. Awesome. And no one at JP Morgan, cool. by the way, is saying anything. Nah. Very Catholic people. They're like so they're in cahoots. Yeah. They're in cahoots. The Vatican and the Jews, they're together. <laughs> now, what? Bernie, sure, I mean, Bernie would send out receipts to them showing their investment and seeing that they're gaining money, but this was just numbers. On yeah. a piece of paper. This is like oh, before good. people realize they can be lied to on paper. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> I saw it on the paper. It had to be true. It was printed in everything. Um, and when some, if some retiree wanted to take out, say, their 10% interest that they've accrued over time, he just pulled it out of the lump sum and pay him. But most of them were just keeping it in, letting it grow. So he could back some of it, but just absolutely not all of it. Yeah. Now, Bernie was actually doing investing. How well he was doing is kind of debatable. Um, but these people that were investing in this closed investment that deal that he was doing gained a steady uh, percentage gain over the course of the years. So in the 1970s, Bernie realized that the way forward for Wall Street was going to be computers. Smart man. He's, he's not yeah. wrong. In the 70s, he realized that? In the 70s, he realized But that. Bill Gates was just in his garage. Yeah. And Steve Jobs was in his garage. This is you when see NASA above other computers. people. Oh, shit. Oh, NASA's computers. Space time. All right. Well, he's oh. very ahead of his time. Let's give it to the card. Hey, computers are back then, right? They were like yeah. the size of Buicks, and they could maybe do like a quick calculation. Like, what's uh, two plus two? Four. You're much 14, better than uh, one of those, you know? Yeah, that won't go like four. <laughs> Feed me 10, 10 feet of tape, and I can tell you, burn seven gallons of diesel, and I will yeah. commute. <laughs> so not smart, not good. No CSGO here. Ah, oh, damn. So fuck the 70s then, damn. Yeah. 70s is a terrible time. Uh, so Madoff dropped a whole bunch of money and invested on, in these computers that could beat the market. Ooh. Let me guess one. Oh, IBM. It's probably an IBM. Yeah, yeah. I think early IBM. They he's not ramp. investing. He's not getting shares of computer companies, Mike. Oh, oh, he is. He's, oh, he is. Well, no, he's uh, investing in the computers. He's probably also investing in the company too. But... Okay. Yeah, no, he probably is. I mean, there's but probably more importantly, some truth he's there. getting computers to do the, his trading work. Oh, no, no, no. That's way too early for that shit. Oh yeah, no, that's what he was doing. Like, he's running the numbers with the computers and getting it to... Bleeding edge, fucker. Yeah, like, like, uh, ether, ether, what is it, intranet or whatever, intranet? 
Oh, I don't know. Intranet, yeah. Intranet, whatever the hell that is. All right, fair enough. I I was confused. I thought you meant just like him taking his Ponzi money and throwing into IBM and shit. Oh, no, this isn't like Robin Hood. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Um. So, so he needed to be able to make real-time trades on Wall Street without being on Wall Street, on the floor of Wall Street. That's what these computers were for. Because his feet hurt. Yeah, he doesn't want to stand around with all those assholes where it's spenders and shit. Ah, buy me a million. I've always, like, wanted to be there. But you know what? Technology has ruined any joy of of, uh, gruffness. Everything's been sanded down. I'll never be able to hit that floor. No. So the system he helped create was the National Association of Security Dealer Automated Quotations, or NASDAQ. He helped create that? Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know anything about Wall Street, you've probably heard of NASDAQ. Yeah. There's like, it's it, it's very polarized, too. On one end of the spectrum, it's NASCAR. And the other end of the so spectrum, it's NASDAQ. And it's very extreme in both cases. There's yeah, probably yeah, a happy yeah. medium. You know, it's, It'd be a cool hat that says NASDAQ, but in like the NASCAR logo. That would be pretty cool. See, yeah. this is why we give that. you the money, dude. <laughs> you get those printed up. Yeah. You got that done. Cut right that out, Zwick. Don't leak that idea. <laughs> I think Sheesh. we made a good bet, Cody. I think we're, we've got a real winner here. We're, we're gonna, he's just going to print, gonna print 7,000 lighters <laughs> with his face lighters. on some, and sell them. So, Let's get a really bad tattoo for seven grand or six grand. <laughs> uh, NASDAQ was a big deal. It opened up the market so licensed brokers could, uh, anywhere, could basically play the ponies. Oh, OTP. Yeah. Gentlemen. I'm a big pony. Yeah. This made uh, Bernie and his firm hella famous and also added legitimacy. He was basically running a legitimate business and then a Ponzi scheme at the same time. Takes all kinds. It's yeah. good and bad. Yeah, good, great way to hide the Ponzi scheme. Yeah, you cut even out. Learning. He's yeah. learning. Sometimes like a legitimate business has some shady shit in it. Yeah. For Got example, it. the bagel store around the corner from me, perfectly legal bagel store, but also uh, the owner shot his wife in it. So- Maybe it's just like yeah, that was did she die? Happens in the world, great business. She it's, died. She died. She was shot in the face. Yeah. He, um, is he in jail? He is in jail. Oh, I was about to say he's off. He's I remember bagels still, but holy fuck, dude! That, that was, was my nine eleven because I will never Jewish. forget that. Day. That is crazy. Helicopters. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Go to the Jewish Alps already. No more bacon, egg, and cheese. Jeez, <laughs> rough. There was no. No, bacon. you just go to the different place that didn't, you know, kill its owner for the bacon, egg, and cheeses, Mike. Now I go to a Filipino place where they give me attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, Bernie Madoff pi- basically pioneered after-hours trading, which I personally fucking hate. I don't understand what that is, really. Well, it's basically if you have an investor or whatever in Europe, or like some shit goes down after the market's done, you can send it to these firms, and they will like tr- trade it, like fake trade it. And then when the market opens, it'll sell. So, like, the numbers fluctuate overnight. Um, I don't think and the trades are actually going down. I'm not too sure. But yeah, I hate I it because I, I see fucking my investments go up a billion after the market's closed. And they take it away from you before open, right? Yeah. You're just not there yet, Travis. You're, you'll have it one day. I'll bring you down there one day. We'll go talk to the guys, all right? All seven of them. Yeah, all seven of the, yeah. the boys? Yep. We're gonna have a chat. I'll bring some really good locks. I know I'll catch it myself out in Oregon. I'll see if it's with I'll, your teeth. Yeah. That's not um so he's got this legitimate business. He's gaining like actual fame. 
from it and like kind of pi- he's a, actually a legitimate pi- pioneer and like the way you trade on Wall Street is from this dude like without Bernie Dude. Madoff like you wouldn't have Robin Hood you wouldn't be able to invest in game stonks stonks oh I like this guy kind of yeah he's basically <laughs> making us money he's making us money it's pretty dope <laughs> don't not- say that out loud so on the other side of the thing he's got the Ponzi scheme so and as Cody as you mentioned the Ponzi scheme is a beast that needs to be continually fed in order for it to yes. work. Yes. So he would, uh, he'd call these new accounts. He wouldn't call them clients uh, to the people, the very tiny crew that knew about what was going on. He'd call them feeders. Oh, damn. All right. So over the next 20 years, Bernie kept adding more and more clients to this closed fund, the Ponzi scheme. And he would promised them that they would always get a 10 to 20% annual return. And they always did. Regardless, That's obscene. Regardless of what the market did. I mean, like, there's that whole, like, gas shortage in the 70s and all this shit. Yeah. They always got 10, 20%. That's Damn. too much to be real. Yeah. Um, is it? Kind, well. I guess he did it. He a it. guarantee? Yes. But the honeypot wasn't there. That's how you pull it off. Yeah, yeah, which is basically what's happening all the time now, because money is nothing now. It's just for reference. Savings account interest nowadays. It is it is point zero zero two or some shit. It is below inflation. Hello, serious talk right now. If you Uh, have money in a savings account, don't fucking bother. Yeah, you're being charged to to hold your money and do the responsible thing. Buy Dogecoin. It's more responsible. Yeah. I, yo, Don't buy Dogecoin. Best thing ever did. That part was a joke. Best thing ever did. Money, Tom. No. Best thing ever did in my life. All right. That, Stop take talking about Mike. it. Mike, he's the advisor. But do, hey, I'm, think about I'm, it. I'm fucking almost. I'm about to retire off this shit. Do 30 minutes of research, every listener. If you have a savings account, please do yourself a favor. If you lose all of it, losing, it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you put, open it up in a CD or some shit, just like put it there. It's better than a fucking savings account. A Roth IRA. You're losing money, like not gambling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Any um, Vanguard, any ETF, do yeah. it. Vanguard is good. That that's probably the one that's probably the one tip in this entire episode so far. Cody, Vanguard. You Vanguard. shut your mouth. This is only tips. We are feeding tips. Are you guys just making me rich or what? Just the tip. I thought you were supposed to make me rich. Wait, wait, I'm supposed no, to you're you guys supposed rich. to make us right. rich. All right, all right. So just keep listening. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little on CBD's getting to me. <laughs> so so the, the 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 annual growth always kept coming. And this is at least on paper. They'd get these like phony statements. And the statements were very Mike, I'm gonna relate to you, sus. You gotta look out for sus, uh, right? So the statements were very not adding up. Sus. I believe you just gained right. us forty new listeners. Yeah, I did. Thank you. Relating Damn. to the kids, Travis, like yes. a dab. Wait, we lost them. I was a little, yeah. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> and they're gone. <laughs> oh, it's me on the inside dying. Yeah. Yep. You realize so, how old we are. <laughs> the, the statements. I'm getting they old had, too far. They had no, like, logo on them. Like, no contact info. Sometimes oh. he would just scribble them down on, like, a loose piece of paper and, like, put it yeah. in the Yeah. I want to yeah. see, like, mine on the back of, like, a Chinese takeout menu. <laughs> Now, Bernie claimed the reason why he was able to get this steady return was thanks to special uh, trading secret. Uh, he exclusively traded in options. Oh. Now, 
I've been investing for a while now, and I have no fucking clue how options yeah, work, and they're scary. <laughs> and every time I've talked to an option trader, they always tell me about how much money they've lost. So I'm not going to invest in options. I know all about options. Shall we talk Good. about it after the episode? No, don't talk to Mike about <laughs> options. I like to hear about your options, Tom. Okay. <laughs> See, you can ask that question. Your, yeah. your phrasing is fantastic. We are yeah. going to talk options after the show, because I don't have... Let's see. It's uh, 9.47. I have to wake up early to talk to a guy in Dubai. <laughs> Continue, oh, no. Travis. So he would use options for, to make these sales. And the non-existent method he termed the uh, split strike conversion algorithm. That oh. sounds sharp as fuck. Yeah. Split strike. That's a big word right there. That's like, no, and this is in the 70s, really. late 70s? This is, yeah, like in the 80s, late 70s, 80s, Dude, 90s. That, split strike, wow. That that will take you from the year 79 to 99, no problem. Yeah, all you mm. need to do is go to the bowling alley, and then you get a bowl of split and strike. <laughs> I just realized that. Oh, it's a bowling You get that technique. cheetah coming in, he's like fucking eating a, a, a Toyota Camry. Yeah. It's like, strike! Oh, I love those graphics. <laughs> oh, yeah. That shit, that's what you're doing. Best. You're taking that money, you're going to get that tattooed all over your body. A couple of dancing bowling pins. Oh, I was going to get a camera on my back. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, too. Full size? <laughs> to scale? Now, oh, I can take a break. I get my chapstick up. <laughs> Sorry. It's make a loud noise. You just pulled break gushers ever? out of your fanny pack? I got dry lips right now in this so CBD. Clean this in. <laughs> this is what we've been doing. Yes, I have a fanny pack, Cody. It's my man purse. That's where he's gonna Cody, you're three. absolutely right. That's a fanny pack. That's it's a man purse. I like call it Merce. He's going to get yeah, robbed. He's I don't gonna know get, why. There's going to be a random Italian. <laughs> hey, as oh. he's leaving my house on a bicycle with hey. a knife. Cuts the strap. I you got you. your money. <laughs> right away. Great. Come back next week. Guys, I lost the money. And then that will be the greatest beginning to my ultimate comeback of when I make double the money. No time. With what's this, happening? Yeah, movie script. <laughs> is, this, is this the Rocky series? I can't even get this thing open. This is like Silver fuck. Lining Notebook or whatever that is. I didn't. This is like radio. So like, make sure to leave all this in. This is terrible. So it's all like greasy. This thing. <laughs> Are you, you <laughs> I'm good? Sorry, I can't get it open. Oh jeez. It's, it's, it's all greasy. It's all, all right, greasy. Wait, really nice. Oh, sorry. Here's yeah. Tom attempting to my lips open like a childproof lock. There we go. I'm using it, a Damascus it got, knife it got to open, <laughs> open a uh, 50 cent chap stick. It wasn't even open. It's greasy for my, already. For my non Jewish cousin. Who yeah, I have you're to Irish. You're so supposed much. to be good with knives, like stabbing people in the street and shit. Oh, I'm peaceful. That's not what the IRA says. <laughs> <laughs> I use my hands. My hands are my guns. All right. Continue the show, please. Right, you get to grease your lips so we can continue talking. Yeah. Sorry. Beautiful My dude. client in Dubai will not be waiting, so please hurry up. <laughs> Sorry. We got to talk, talk options, Tom. So the uh, the split strike conversion, this was all just fancy words. And he said that his method of uh, selling and buying these options uh, was proprietary. And he would never uh, disclose what he was doing to his invest with his investors, like who he was trading with. Right. So it's essentially magic. Magic. I like this. Yeah. He would also dangle exclusivity of the fund, saying that it was closed to the public. And, you know, if you had the right cash or a burning light to you, he could let you in, you know? I'll let you in. You got $2 million? Oh, It's kind of like Scientology. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, oh you're like your, my brother-in-law? I'll let you in. Yeah, you know, I want you, you to make pay money. To get in. I like the way you part your hair. Come on in. Yeah, come <laughs> on in. You're about to wear, marry my wife? Come I'll on let in. you in. <laughs> so 
his main targets of this Ponzi, Ponzi scheme, I mean, we ta- started in the Jewish Alps. It was the Jewish community, his own community of people, um, okay. including Holocaust survivor and author Eli Weissel. Really? Yes. What? <laughs> author of the book Night, which yep. they made me read six or seven times in public school. Really? Uh, also, another one. famous one, Steven Spielberg. Really? Really? Yep. Well, well, oh, Spielberg well. boy. What about John Landis? Probably. Good. I mean, he wrote <laughs> what American Werewolf? Yeah, he did American Werewolf in Paris, and um, he had those two children ex- uh, executed on film. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, yeah. They were filming the uh, Twilight Zone movie. And he did some really shady things with uh, non-union stuff. And uh, two children and a famous actor were killed by helicopter blades because a Ooh. helicopter was taken down too close. Very interesting. I- um, Ooh, is it, that movie came out, though, still? I think they... I, I don't even know if it actually came out, but I have seen the footage. Well, I'm just... I, I, it came out, yes. I'm yeah. just going to say, well, yes. Well, John Landis invested. How are you sleeping? Actually? Along That's pretty with- John Landis smoked some weed, dude. I got a beard. It's yeah. 1972. Ambient, Mike. Ambient. So, Ambient. Along with these two, these few people, tons of synagogues, Zionist organizations, and Jewish charities. I'm sure cars for kids. He stole money from them, and I'm glad he did. Fuck that company. I don't think they Fuck were around charity. long enough, yeah. unfortunately. No, they were around in the 90s. Were they? Yeah. Did oh, they have that sweet tune? Cars that for sweet kids. reggae bop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that one. When it comes so, on the radio. So while... Bernie was Jewish. He was not a practicing Jew. I mean, this guy had no morals anyway, but he could play the part. He even paid a ghostwriter to write a kosher Mm. cookbook written by his wife, Ruth. Meanwhile, Bernie's favorite meal at home was pork sausages. (laughs) Those are good. Cook those. Yeah, makes sense. Hey, I had a a great aunt. God rest her soul. The woman would suck down. The skin of pudding, like it was her job. You remember how pudding Ooh. used to be? You have to make it hot, and then it makes it, that film. Oh yeah, on top. Oh, she would jump all over that. That the was skin she, of pudding. Oh, she's oh. just like, let me get that top. <laughs> let me get that top. She'd be scooping it. You know, we'd be at, we'd be at uh, Yom Kippur, and she's like, oh, let me just <laughs> get the bit. You know, we put in cups for you, but let me just get the top. <gasps> First still dibs. in the fridge. She's a wonderful woman. Really was. That <laughs> skin though. <laughs> got oh. that skin. Some some ladies like leather bags. That. That Other good. people like leather chocolate. <laughs> Who am I to judge? Ruth liked Ew. the uh. film on pudding. Yes, film on pudding. <laughs> now Bernie was always seen as this quiet sage, right? He knew how the market worked, and he'd go to these events, and he wouldn't really talk too much. He'd just hang out. He'd be like, "I'm the fucking cool guy, try boy, um, smart." What he did do was recruit these brokers to promote his firm in various places around the country, like Palm Springs and L.A. Oh, good. Now, these goons got commission off of whatever they were selling. Whether or not they knew it was a Ponzi scheme, I don't think they actually did. I think that he just told them, this is my firm. It's better if they don't. Yeah. You know, just get them out there. Like, get them, get them indoctrinated. Get the money. Yeah. Right. And as I as I mentioned, other feeders into this fund were his own family. He sapped his wife, children, father-in-law, family, friends, essentially anyone he could, just cleaning out their bank accounts and investing swine. Well, his own family—that's pretty fucking low. Well, think about it. The family may have known about it, and the idea is to put the money in the honeypot, 
And even if it disappears, you're getting that return, right? Yeah. Right. And the wife, Ruth, let's assume she's not into pudding. She could be like, well, I could always divorce the guy. It's true. I mean, they did a pretty good job. I watched some footage of the family. I mean, they absolutely could have been in on it. But I think the way this, this guy operated, he was very good at keeping things contained. You know? Yeah. Um, so maybe I think the wife was probably in on it, to be honest. How do you not? Yeah, it's not. Well, the we wife always knows. We honestly don't know how Bernie slept at night. We don't know the details. We don't know their sex life. It's true. Yeah. I'm not really separate curious beds, you think? That, to be honest. I would separate not. beds. What do you mean? Separate beds. Very old school. Could be. Sheets. Could be. I, I did grow up with a kid whose parents had separate beds and, um, he turned out to almost kill people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So in 1987, Bernie Merv, that in 1987, Bernie Merv, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders chopped off the heads of a (laughs) hundred union workers. (laughs) Bernie moved his firm to the Lipstick Building in downtown New York. That's hot, right? Named after obviously dog's penis. (laughs) Yeah, it actually looked like a silver vibrator. (laughs) Ah, very nice. Got it. Nice. Uh, the company was divided by floor, so Bernie and the execs were on the 19th floor. The legitimate uh, market sellers were on the 18th floor, and then there was the 17th floor. That was the split strike closed managed fund that we were talking about, the Ponzi scheme. Mm. No one in the office had access to the 17th floor. Uh, some of the em- Bernie's employees were suspicious. They're like, why can't I go down there? I want to fuck this lady that is a secretary in the 17th right. floor. Wait, no one's allowed there, but there's a secretary there? Yeah. No, from like the 17th, from the 18th floor. Like, why can't I go down to 17th floor oh, okay. and fuck right, it? Right, right. Uh, but, I mean. Travis is reading off my Surface Pro, which uh, is giving him difficulty. Yes, it's hard to see hold my it? eyeballs. But Bernie was. <laughs> Uh, paying so well and the perks of working for the company was were so great that he was like, ah, like everyone was like, I don't care. Who cares? Yeah. If you're giving me a hundred K a year, I don't care what floor of the building I'm working in. That's true. Yeah. I'd be the same way. For the most part, Bernie came to life in the office. I mean, sure, he was a complete scumbag slapping secretary's asses and, you know, standard par for a Wall Street 80s, 90s shit. This is just different times, man. Yeah. It's just different times. There's actually one time where a junior member asked Bernie for a glass of water, and Bernie poured a glass of water for everyone in the board meeting and then fired the guy. Really? It's like, you fucking ask me for water. You get me water. That's like the ultimate hater move, (laughs) which I kind of respect. He could have just fired the guy, but he gave everyone else what that guy wanted and then fired him. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Cody. Like, there is a certain amount of respect. It also shows you what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Hey, really? Was this guy who he fired, was it famous director John Landis? <laughs> was, was he, did he, mm, is this, was this his yeah. move to Hollywood? This was right after he finished American Werewolf in Paris. Okay, uh, so he went to work yeah. for him and they got fired again because yeah. he asked for water. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Frank was the odd duck amongst the Harvard business grads and MIT tech department employees, you know. 
This guy just came from some South Shore high school, just much like you. Yeah, like me. Yeah. Like many famous investors, yeah. too. Except you made it through community college. This guy didn't. Uh, did you? I uh, made it through. We may have ran into our he first. He went to community college. He didn't go through. Right. I was just saying, I realized Travis, you make money in Robin Hood. may have just uttered our first non-truth ever on the show. <laughs> it's so well, you lies. have more education than Frank did here. So. Frank was allowed to go to the office in a t-shirt and jeans. I'm assuming it was an Ed Hardy shirt. This was the 90s. Um, yeah. And everyone else had to dress in a suit and tie, a dress code, right? Wall Street boys. Yeah. Right. Was he a uh, gay lover? Oh, probably. Was he Bernie Madoff's pork sausage? Uh, yeah, definitely. Huh. Cool. So he had to, <laughs> this is actually funny, he had to hire a, uh, a member of the IT department this guy Frank. So he went back to his high school and asked the um, guidance counselor, "I need someone good with computers." And oh. he just like picked out a random kid. And when he asked well, why he went to his high school and like why did he like just choose this kid, he was like, "Oh, I, I just wanted to make sure he didn't have fucking purple hair or some shit, some fucking weirdo." Awesome. Oh. His, name, his name's Donovan. He might be a little <laughs> overweight, but he's good at listening to directions. <laughs> Look at him. So eating the USB like pasta. So Frank, <laughs> as you may have guessed, that. managed the Ponzi scheme on the seventeenth floor. Uh, I didn't guess that, Frankie actually. boy, or wow. as Bernie called it, the investment advisory operation. I like that. Yeah, Take you like a lot right of now. things this criminal did, Mike. Yeah, I'm trying to make. I'm trying to get <laughs> rich. Uh, here. Freaking me out a little bit. I'm glad you're taking as many notes as you. Are. Yeah, mental notes. <laughs> well, uh, I was geniuses gonna... don't need notepads. Just snap. Yeah, just snap right in, man. <laughs> so, that five G making me snapshot. He's like a Lego. Some account, <laughs> some accounts from the IT department having to go down to the seventeenth floor described it as a sweatshop, the complete opposite to really the, like squeaky clean eighteenth uh, and nineteenth floor. Everyone's sweating, sweating down there, making money. Well, I mean, these Bernie wasn't going to hire people that had any background. These were people just like crunching phony numbers. Uh, provided by Frank and Bernie and answering phone calls to angry investors that they would just hang up on. That's amazing. Would he have people pitching also to future investors? No, that was done on uh, from Bernie himself. This was a closed fund. Oh, so everything w went through him. Yes. But didn't you say that he had some guys going out there to, to pitch the scheme? So those guys, they didn't know it was a Ponzi scheme, but right. yeah, I mean, he'd have people... The one thing about his firm was that whenever you called, Bernie would always answer. Really? Like, if you weren't, like, calling about your investment. So you you're know? saying that the people who slept in hammocks, they weren't really allowed to pitch any, uh, for any potential clientele. No. But they were there just making sure that the clientele, when they called up and they go, hey, I didn't take out money because I went to the house. And they go, all right. Hang up. That's what he <laughs> got. Pretty much, yeah. That's a sick job. And also That's those, service. Those sweatshop workers didn't even know it was a Ponzi scheme either. Because Bernie and Frank would just look at the numbers from like yesterday's Wall Street Journal and then just feed them bullshit numbers. That's amazing. That's yeah. like a whole floor of people just on top of each other eating wet noodles going, we'll get right back to you. Get right back to you. <laughs> Put on hold. Yeah, right? Now, Please stay on hold. Now, these Years. we were saying like it was very high tech upstairs, very low tech, dark and dingy. Um, 
these computers on the 17th floor were the same 70s dot matrix computers and used this was like the 90s and they used the old perforated printers and shit you know that's wow. smart yeah. Not, that's a good way to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> mm. One of one of the IT department went down there and suggested to Bernie, maybe you got you should do an upgrade. You got the money, right? So let me guess. Bernie poured everyone in the company a glass of water and then fired them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, he fired him and said he was incompetent at his job. Really? He Ooh. fired him? Yeah. Hey, I have an idea that uh, could make you more money. You're fire. <laughs> like I got the diesel truck fucking computer. I don't need you, man. Yeah, exactly. These people hate air here. How dare you oppress them, <laughs> you yeah, son right, of a, a piece bitch. Of shit. Yeah, in, that's smart. In I the like 19 19- so when Bernie, he always confessed cuz you know, he gets caught spoilers. Um he always confessed that the Ponzi scheme started in the 90s, but there's evidence that points all the way back to the 60s, which is the stuff I'm using for this. But the 90s was when this Ponzi scheme blew up. So there was a bunch blew of... Blew up good or blew up bad? Blew up good for, for Bernie. For Bernie. Yeah. So there was a bunch of useless scumbags in Fairfield, Connecticut. The Knoll family. Um, these are the type of people you'd see in like Ralph Lauren ads. Like just completely useless American uh, royalty. Can't salmon pants. Yeah. Um, We're all jealous. That's why we speak yeah. poorly. Of- oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, they set up a bunch of different funds. Uh, the main one was called Fairfield Century Fund that essentially, instead of managing their own fund, they just invested their investors into Bernie's Ponzi scheme unknowingly. That like, oh, you know, like they didn't know it was a Ponzi scheme. There's like Bernie always gets all the money. So he wheeled them in like a web. Yeah, that's that's a supply chain. That's just like, what's the product we're trying to do, bro? Money. Where do we go for money? Where's that? Your dad get hit money. He gets it from Bernie Madoff. <laughs> yeah, and also it's like, oh, you open up your own like firm and you don't do anything. You're like, hundred percent in Bernie's Madoffs. Do you know how? Damn. Do you? That's how the internet works now. <laughs> now all the garbage you buy online that says like, um, you know, uh, I need another glass of wine. And all these advertisements that get served oh, to you man. for dumb yeah. shit you'll never need. <laughs> Th- that's a white person. Yeah. Live, laugh, love signs. Right. Oh, that makes a, it's a that gold makes, mine. Right. They make a WordPress joint. They find a a factory that makes the stuff to order, and it's direct shipping. Yeah. Drop shipping. The whole thing. This is Drop almost the same thing, except for some reason, having a coaster with Christopher Walken's face on it is more valuable yeah. than the thing going on here. Yeah. So we're still living this very much today. At least you get something tangible out of it. I kind of want right. that. Did you make a bad choice? Yes, yeah. but you're going to get something out of it. Yeah, at least you had the physical thing. Right. Um, Very fun. So the Knoll family, as I mentioned, were very well connected and brought investments from everywhere. Uh, things like uh, European royalty, actual banks like HSBC, wow. uh, a- AIG, and the Medici Bank. Um, also, the Knoll family had a nice little offshore company in the Bahamas, so their friends and fellow investors could avoid U.S. tax. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah. Um, this was these actual investments were enough to have Bernie open up a London location as well. Good. Yeah. Where do you open it? In, in Big Ben. <laughs> London. No one's allowed in the clock. Can't he owns the in. clock. He owns. Well, I just made that up. Uh, but, you cool know, he did. 
But think about that. Where, I think he probably owns the clock. If you had to buy a building in London to put a bunch of sweatshirt workers, sweatshop workers. Buy the clock. Buy the clock. Five Always know what time it is. Put them in the yeah. clock. They know what time it is. There's a lot of headroom. You can stack each <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah, all right. So oh. as as the years increased, Ber- Bernie's imaginary fund was worth $50 billion on paper. Wow. On paper? Well, I mean, he was like, what you, what's the phrase, Cody? Ro- was paying Peter and getting his prick sucked? Uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Uh, so I'm taking, so he's taking other people's the money. The profits were Paul. actually other people's money. Uh, principal from other people. Think uh, of it like this. On, a, on an schmucks. extremely small scale, like for the venture you're about to go into. Imagine. No, I get it. I get it. It's yeah. No, you don't. You no, really no, don't. Here, I'm taking Travis's money and covering myself with it. No, but here, here how this works. Oh, so my God. Now it's like, all right. You got you have all this money from Travis, Cody, and myself. Yeah. Follow, I, I put the most in. Um, but you take that money, and you keep telling us that the principal money that we gave you is sitting in an account somewhere. Yeah. Totally sick. And you're paying us from that same pool. Though so you're lying to us. You're emptying the pool that you keep saying is there, but you keep dishing us money, so we think, this guy is fucking killing it. Look at these returns. Look at all the money I've made from Mike because I put the most money in. This right, is... but you've turned around to Giovanni Pizzoni down on the South Shore, and he gave you thirty grand. Right, and so he's paying that us our ten percent from his Giovanni sausage money. Right, and when the piper comes, the pot's empty. Yeah, there was never the principal there. You spent it all. Yeah, if we said we want all of our money back now, you'd be like, "Well, uh, uh, Giovanni Pizzoni." Uh, uh. Now you might think, "How on earth did this guy have fifty billion Jeffrey bucks?" And he did not get audited or investigated by the Securities and Exchange Commission or the uh, SEC. One of my favorites. Love those those guys. We're up for a little guy. Well, remember, this is the guy who pretty much started NASDAQ. Bernie was a Wall Street all-star. He was actually sitting on some of the oversight boards that could have caught him. Um, You can't lose the game if you invented it. Yeah. And as for audits, somehow he was allowed to have an independent auditor, auditor who cooked his books. What? That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dude, how much money do you need to bring in to make that happen? Right? <laughs> Can I do that on a smaller scale and just never get caught? I would love to have No, because we have the there. SEC now. Guys, under over on Bloomberg having that kind of guy. Oh, he absolutely has him. Yeah, Bloomberg's uh, a criminal. One to one. Yeah. He owns the Bloomberg report. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, dude, I would love anything just to watch that guy make burritos at Taco Bell. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And, and then when With he that... gave me my burrito, I'd be like, I asked for no onions, you idiot. You stupid dwarf. <laughs> Get back there. Whenever anyone asked, how are you getting these constant gains? He would say, it's proprietary. And that was the end of it. What does that mean? Wow. It means that it's like Shut a up. trade it's secret. A secret. Oh, secret. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, when, like, they say, like, how many flavors are in fucking Dr. Pepper? And then they're like, these proprietary flavors. Right, exactly. Like, a Newport is the most proprietary cigarette. Like, how do you fit that much insulation into one delicious stick? God, I miss those. Not <laughs> sponsored. Now, there was one skeptic, a man, a mathematician named Harry Markopolos. That's a cool a Greek guy. A Greek guy. Markopolopolos. Marco Polo. Yeah. Marco Hey. So 
Cut it close. He was working with a small firm in Massachusetts, and he started to begin to run the numbers on Bernie's split strike algorithm in 1999. And after running countless scenarios and like different methods of running options and stuff, he was like, there's no way this guy is trading options and getting those returns consistently. Like the market fluctuates and Bernie's fund never fluctuated. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you have to expect some hits, like, with with options. So Harry decided to go to the SEC, and he was like, Did you write something bad? Did you write a curse word? Did you write more slurs? I think I wrote some F words in here. Forget. Oh, yeah. So Harry was also an Army veteran, and he, he believed that this was a duty to save American free market to report him. He's not wrong! On top of that, the FEC, uh, the S- SEC. SEC had a hefty bounty for anyone reporting info on corruption on Wall Street. Oh, oh. whistleblower. Yeah, you got that whistleblower fund. All right, so this guy, Harry, he laid everything out for the, uh, the feds, and uh, he, it completely went over their head. Apparently, the <laughs> SEC is not run by accountants or brokers or mathematicians or anything like that. It's run by people who give good hand jobs, which are hack lawyers and rich kids. This okay. This is the ultimate argument against government institutions because yeah. this is all it is. I F- mean, anyone with the, like a- the FDA is that the yeah, people who are making jobs? sure you're not eating old apples <laughs> are people who don't know what an apple looks like. This is what the government is. Unfortunately, in a, in a better world, I like I love socialist ideas. I really do. But you can't just lay them on thick because these people are fucking smooth. Yeah, I mean, this guy was a math boy. He's like, all you have to do is look at the numbers. This guy's a fucking phony. And they're like, what? He's like, we don't know YouTube. What? There wasn't an ad in front of us. I don't know if I can trust <laughs> it. You ain't PewDiePie. You ain't did it. <laughs> Fuck. What Continue, is sorry. a seven? <laughs> what? The number? Yeah. Do you understand anything? Too many syllables. So Harry tried... Harry tried a few more times to expose Bernie's fraud, but every time these rich morons were like, no, we're not getting played. This guy's legit. He had NASDAQ. <sighs> yeah, that, I would honestly be the same way. He's legit. He's got NASDAQ. <laughs> it is a good you argument. You are not yeah. inspiring confidence, Mike. <laughs> He's got NASDAQ. <laughs> NASDAQ. Come yeah, on. NASCAR. This was like, you know, it's the it's the OJ argument, you know? Like, maybe he killed the woman, maybe he did, but you know what? He did run a lot of fucking... Yards. Plates. He did. He got a lot of fucking good rush. Under- Heisman yeah. Trophy winner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the measurement. The Hyman Breaker winner, too. <laughs> You're right. He was very popular. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so this is all while Bernie was vacationing around the world, buying houses in every fucking country. Although, remember when I talked about how there was like the, 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 the Jewish flight out of the boroughs into kind of like Long Island? Yes. Bernie had bought him. Exodus? Yeah. Bernie had bought himself (laughs) a house in Roslyn years ago. What? um, Which became his home base. And he, that's kind of where he operated. The Roslyn Banks. And um, his favorite local spot to vacation was Montauk. Oh, me too. I like Montauk. Beautiful out there. You drive through Roswell. Okay. If you're not from Roslyn, excuse me. If you're you're not, I was saying Roswell because I got aliens on the brain. I've been watching a lot of alien stuff. Well, look, you drive through Roslyn. It's not far from where we're at right now. Like 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes away. You start driving through, and you're like, wow, these buildings are really pretty. You know, they have that 
Nassau Museum of Art there. They got a Landover dealerships. Famous mani pads yeah. there. Sick mani pads. Famous. Because famous. Because they, they care about their their concrete. But exactly. there's like this stink in the air, and I'm pretty sure it came from Bernie's house. Yeah. You know, like just lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirty lying. Dirty money. Liars. Now I know there's a lot of Jewish people in the area, and I um, of, of course it's not them. It's the him. There, you know, there's always a bad apple. I mean, I think the smell of latkes are gorgeous. They, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Jewish cooking is way underrated. Jewish cooking is kind of hit or miss, to be honest. There's hey! that jellyfish stuff. Uh, I don't know. Gefilte fish. Uh, oh, dude, you need a good bathtub. You gotta get, that's why they get a lot of fresh bathtubs every year. You got to take, <laughs> take the old, uh, you got to take the, the oh, fuck. It's not the, fuck, I forget the fish. But either way, gelatin fish. Gefilte. It's really good. Uh. But you need horseradish. Oh, uh, yeah. And this is like I'm not. This is not news. This is you. You might be news to you. Might be news to you. Cody, definitely news to you. <laughs> I'm gonna take, you down, take me downstairs, Tom. Maybe I'll learn. I'll bring you back later. Okay. Right, cool. <laughs> I do have some gefilte fish upstairs. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want some? No, I'm good. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's been drinking gefilte. And then the 2008 financial crisis. All the shitty boomers were selling subprime mortgages and basically spending fake money to bend over their children and fuck us in the ass. Incest, what? pedophilia, two of America's favorite pastimes. They're doing that with our wallets. Yeah, they're still doing it today. I was playing Call of Duty that in 2008 a lot. Yeah. While they I was were, a child. Yeah, they were, they were basically buying CSGO knives that were worth less. Fuck. And they're on their yachts. It's complicated stuff. Look, yeah. I remember being a bad time. Is there's some rules yeah. that should have been put in place, and we've learned our lesson. The lesson is have this. we? No, I don't think so. It was a setup, Cody. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, we've never learned the lesson, but for some reason, we're looking at we're pretending like we have. So keep moving forward. Got to keep moving forward. Can't go backwards. So yeah, if you don't know about that shit, uh, loans were being handed out by banks um, to anyone and everyone on not fixed rates yeah. so so when shit started piling up and they were adding up rates apr rates on on your mortgage all of a sudden you can't afford this thing that you were told you're definitely able to afford this do not think twice in fact get a pool table and put it in your pool and then buy another pool table and actually play pool on it. approved 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 exactly so oh, the credit so rack, was it good. was crazy it was like some crazy uh extremely crazy mismanagement of money uh, us as taxpayers, uh, even though I had nothing, yeah. we're, we're, uh, <laughs> we never had it, it, it shotgunned your future, though. Yeah. Right, I was I was paying uh, just like everyone else my age is paying upwards of twenty five percent of my income to bail these people out and to fund a war, which Joe Biden irresponsibly pulling out of right now, just when we we're about to win it. <laughs> uh, so with that, yeah, George W. Bush, a w. president who claimed to champion the free market said no government interference. And that day he bailed out a AIG for $85 billion. They deserved it. They fucking deserved it. By the end of the week, the U.S. government infused $700 billion into the banks and mortgage companies to free up credit. So much for free market, we get socialism for corporations. (laughs) Sheesh. That's interesting. Uh, Look. There's a lot to die. <laughs> we can all be furious. I think we should move along with the story. All right. 
<laughs> so with legitimate banks failing, where were these rich dumbasses going to turn? Bernie. They're turning Sandals? to Bernie. He gets deep 10% pockets every year. See, my fake Guaranteed. money. My <laughs> fake money, which I have more than enough of. Credit cards. His fund has consistently been gaining money because it's not real. He doesn't have any. That's so crazy. Right. So business actually initially went up for Bernie right during the crisis. Of course, we're good. Throwing money down. But then a few months happened, and as the recession started to settle in, Bernie's clients were starting to ask to withdraw the funds. Problem was, there's no funds. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, Bernie definitely had a few billion lying around, but at this point, the fake money was up to $65 billion. He owed? Small. Very small. Well, it's not even that he owed. owed. Or he had them like it's, holding. No, no. So he was look, saying he had. He's a saying number he had it. He oh, didn't yeah. Have. So look, the way a bank works, they should theoretically be allowed to be able to pay out every single person who keeps money in there. Well, right. That's every whenever, dollar needs whenever, to be accounted wherever. for, and if not, then it needs to be directly tied to, to a loan that is being subsidized. Right. If you've ever seen It's a Wonderful Life when they're, they show the stock market crash and all the people are like, I want to pull my money out. Right. That's because the bank didn't have the money to back the money that they were supposed to have. Right. So, so they had to, use to make, make sure that doesn't happen anymore, what they do is that they approve loans and then uh, banks uh, actually write off loans and then get a, uh, send them to the Fed. And the Fed makes up the money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So- if you, if you look into this shit for 10 minutes, you realize that nothing makes sense and that you should buy things that you want Dogecoin. and get into as much debt as possible because this is all garbage. But either way, we got Bernie here who's supposed to be able to pay out some of this, at least, principally. He well, can maybe Bernie. go, hey, I can give you this much, but this much is locked up in funds and I need some time to get it out. He couldn't do any of that. No. Wow. I mean, if you've got like four billion lying around, but you're supposedly able to pay out sixty-five billion, it's kind of hard to drum yeah, up a... that extra sixty-one billion dollars. Right, exactly. Like if he had, he could have even played it smooth and really worked it out. If he had kept like out of a sixty-five million dollar fund, if he was able to keep twenty million dollars, billion, billion. That's <laughs> what I mean to say. Yes, bees, hard bees, okay? hard bees. Um, if he was able to, if he would have kept like twenty to thirty billion. He good. would have been able to fend off people long enough where no one would have known wow. that the jack-o'-lantern's empty yeah. and all of the Tootsie Rolls are actually shit. <laughs> That's crazy. But he's got to go to the Brody Bond down in fucking South Shore in the fucking Hamptons. Yeah. Free Budweiser. <laughs> uh. That's uh, crazy. He's just fucking, that's a big ass lie. Yeah. Nice chunk. Yeah. So now 70 year old Bernie went into overdrive trying to drum up more funds. So on that skin. His initial sucking dick? Well, no, his initial uh, response was to launch another fund. This time more exclusive <laughs> with better returns. Could you imagine that Ooh. GoFundMe page? <laughs> I only need forty billion dollars to make me seem legit. <laughs> Help me. Fuck those kids with cancer. Yeah. People with this new exclude like better exclusive fund, people are kind of like, that's kind of fuck, Bernie. You've had people that have invested with you for decades. Why aren't they getting the returns? You're like, oh, just new people get like 60% return or whatever the fuck he was saying that they would get. And smells like a Ponzi scheme. Sure does. And a fruit roll-up. And, and, and some Gushers. Oh, I love Gushers. Yeah, that's my, I hope that's my return. Yeah, sponsorship from Gushers, Gushers, please. No. He even got so please? desperate that he called up 95-year-old Carl Shapiro. Remember him? He was the guy who initially 
hooked him up. this guy off the ground. Carl is, he's sitting there upstate. He's still old school in, in a canoe um, with his pass, wearing a dress, going down, uh, picking up his sidekick because he's very cheap. He bought a sidekick that was it's a good move. A dope. A little flip out screen. Exactly. He wants to be young. So he's cruising down the canoe, canoe. There's a couple redneck hunters going, look at the fucking Amish guy. Um, he is getting a phone call right now from a man who is more in debt than God. <laughs> Damn. Asking for a few billion. Tom, Tom, you, I think you were almost spot on with that, but instead of upstate, they had discovered Florida at that point. Oh, so he had uh, moved to Palm Springs, and actually his 95th birthday was done at Mar-a-Lago. So he's probably swimming around good. in Trump's pool. That's oh. pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I do want to spend time there. I want, <laughs> like, I don't poo-poo this as much as you might think. <laughs> I think there's some value there. So Bernie asked Carl for a quarter billion dollars. Now, without a thought, Carl gave it to him. Because this is a guy, wow. remember, Carl was the, the original, the senior investor. So he was getting money. He's part a big of his dog. baby. Right. Too. So he had made this dude so much fucking money yeah. because he was paying with the later funds to pay Carl. So he asked for a quarter billion? He asked for a quarter billion, and Carl was like, sure. It's not even that much. I know, but you can't ask for, I mean, I don't know how much this guy had, but. Hey, Carl, it's me, Bernie. <laughs> I'm 70, 70 now. You've just now become 90. Five. Five. What do you got? <laughs> do you do you have any relatives that you don't like? Can yeah. I help you? Maybe for a fee. <laughs> and again, for a fee. Carl thought the student was legit. Why would he not? He's getting his money back. Yeah. As more as more and more people started to withdraw their funds, Bernie started to complain to his sons, his two spoiled halfwits that worked at the firm. That he was having high blood pressure, and he insisted <gasps> the a nurse be at the office to watch him all the time. A hot nurse, probably. Nice, you know it. So there was this one guy named Martin Rosenman. He decided mm. to invest ten million into this new fund that Bernie oh. was slinging. He's like, I'm gonna throw in. That sounds too good to be true, because uh, it probably is. I'm gonna throw ten million down. Uh, um, he better be alive today. On his phony statement. It said that some of the money was invested in treasury bills from the U.S. government. That's dumb. Wait, what so, does that mean? Just it's bonds. The money right? was yeah, invested like in money. T, t bonds. The, the like oh, they max okay. out at a three percent um, APR. Right. I mean, uh, not APR uh, payout. Well, one one of the things Bernie's funds, uh, the reason he they'd always get ten percent return, but in the nineties you could get like 40 50 percent return it's bill clinton times so, so yeah i know but bernie's fund was always seen as like conservative and steady so it kind of made sense he's putting it in the in right bonds, in yeah. a time where the economy didn't make any sense we yeah. have bill clinton who <laughs> who was getting blowjers and also ran the country kind of like a republican um as hillary clinton would have so they should just went with that bitch um just to smooth things out, you know. Yeah. In retrospect, I, I, I'm beyond an opinion, really. Just you know, removing myself. So what I'm saying here is that during a time where industry is booming, unrightfully so, because money is just being made Make up, fake mortgages. Um, there's no debt, <laughs> nothing like that. It's fucking nuts. Um, that guy with 10 percent, 20 percent returns is the conservative guy. Yeah. Today, to make a percent, a <laughs> percent. Any percent. Yeah. Above zero. Right. You're scum. <laughs> so 
Bernie put down that he invested in treasury bills on this guy's phony statement. Now, problem is, is that is a U.S. government thing. So the sales of treasury bills are public information. Oh, uh, boy. So Martin looked it up and he was like, I don't see a sale here. He said he was putting like treasury bills into my account. So this guy flagged the uh, SEC. Oh, and this time they decided to launch an investigation. Big audit. Big yeah. bad dragon audit. That's not good. So as they closed in, Bernie had nowhere else to turn and he was ready to turn himself in. He called he called a special private meeting with his brother Peter, uh his wife Ruth and two sons and came clean that it was all a scam to them. They were horrified. I mean this is coming from them i don't know well, this could all be a to be thing. fair when you tell scared. a jewish person anything they're horrified <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's raining out oh, oh this my is, god this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> now i mean you would be i think i think the sons were blind on it i don't think he let his sons know they worked on the trade floor like they managed that those dummies they were just like backpacks with arms yeah. and legs I feel like they were just like hammering on light brights. Remember <laughs> yeah. those? Yeah. Just being like, money go up? Yeah. yeah, I got yeah. The green like, oh, my trust fund's gone. Now, Fuck. son, this is a computer. Every time you want to use it, you need a new black sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> you draw the mustache on this man's face over and over again. Here's one. If you follow this guy here, you can make your favorite video game, the Mario Man. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oil change. So th- most of their money they had invested. I mean, it really wasn't their money. Anyway, it was their dad's money. It was invested in Bernie's fund as well. Um, Bernie was like, all right, I'm going to turn myself in. I want to get some things settled. We'll shift some money around so they don't find oh, it all. Oh, good. Nice. This was all happening around Christmas time. And the Madoff firm was throwing a $30,000 Christmas party for the unsuspecting employees. No oh. one from the 17th floor, just the ones that were legitimate. Yeah, people. Imagine, yeah. imagine being part of that history. Like you're at the embezzlement party. <laughs> yeah. Bernie played it off like nothing was happening, smiling, but people did notice that the two boys were absent from the party. Uh oh. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's a Christmas party. That's yes, true. drink There's, your egg, yeah. nog. Have fun <laughs> with Santa's. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of elves come by and put up trees, put them together for you. Sit in your uh, cubicle, please. Yeah, uh, sit down. Chris, you know, Christmas <laughs> bushes. Yeah. Now, everyone, we're gonna do the uh, the 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 the, uh, the tradition of Christmas, where everyone sits at the desk and opens up a present. <laughs> we're gonna light the candelabra. Yes. I'm gonna invite a man in to sing a song. It's gonna have a we horn at the top of it. Sorry, I'm gonna stop this bit. It's not that long. Continue. So the two boys were, in fact, with their lawyer. And their lawyer said, you should rat your father out to the FBI and SEC. Wow, a lawyer with a spine. Look at that. Um, and that's exactly what they did. They, the next, they went to the FBI immediately, reported him. SEC went to them. The next day, the FBI knocked on Bernie's New York City penthouse, and the gig was up. That's why you never have kids. Now, what year is this again? This is in 2008. Awesome. Towards the end of the year. Oh, towards the end. Okay, great. Christmas time. Yeah. Finally. Never have kids. No. No, yeah. I don't snitch fucking on embezzle and Ponzi scheme on ah. fuckwits. It's fucking kids. That's the moral. It's all the kids' fault. It's all the kids' fault. 
Yeah, good point. So the trial was a media sensation. You may have remembered it if yeah, you're I remember, yeah. old enough. Or... It was no OJ, but uh, it was interesting. It's big news. It's pretty big news, yeah. I have pogs with OJ's face on them. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any really? Bernie Madoff pogs. Yep, exactly. No, <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. White Bronco. Mike, you need to get famous slammer. enough to be on pogs. That was a pog. Wow. Oh, fuck show. me. So that was, player of game? Is that, that what it means? Player yeah, of the it, game? Was, it was a bad game. No, um, that's that's the new version of Pog player play of the game. Jesus Christ. We'll talk to you later about Pogs because oh. it's a lot. Uh, to is it Pog like P A W G like fat ass white girl? I wish um, it uh, stands for something, not that. So Bernie was so hated that he actually had to wear a bulletproof vest under she... his uh, suit when walking to the courthouse. There's actually some footage of like reporters pushing him and shit. I'd be tight too. I got my money, motherfucker. Yeah. Reporters don't have money. What are they doing? I don't know. Everyone hated this dude. Ah, leave him alone. So Bernie oh. admitted to it all and said he was so sorry. Now, keep this in mind. If you're ever visiting America or you're from America, um, if a rich person comes to your house and say, smashes your kid's skull in, yeah. they might get some public service. But if you fuck over the rich, even if you are rich, you're going away for a long time. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's weird because, it, and then if you're rich and you fuck over the poor, uh, you know. It's That's true. what I mean. You could go to someone's house and fucking beat their kid's skull in. Right, exactly. We're just gonna fit you with a. Uh, we're gonna put a Fitbit on you, <laughs> and uh, yeah. just don't leave your house. We're gonna for monitor a while. your. Don't, yeah, don't leave your mansion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't be be on the premises of one of your thirty houses. <laughs> um, and here's your stipend for DoorDash. Bernie pled guilty to all of the charges. In total, there was 11 federal felonies. This Sheesh. included security fraud, wire fraud, mail fraud, money laundering, uh, making false statements, perjury, theft from an employee benefit plan, uh, and making false filings to the SEC. Oh my God. Most of that makes sense. What is making false statements? Um, on few of the audits, he... It was funny because he believed that he was making money. He was so deranged. Like when he was in jail, he was oh. interviewed a few times. So let's let him out. Well, so he thought he was making Dang. money. So a few times he, when he was audited, he provided those false statements that he was giving out to people. And when the interviewer asked him, like, have you ever lied to the F uh, SEC? He was like, no, I provided all the statements. And the guy was like, but those statements weren't real. He's like, you might think that. Okay, I'm going to say that's, that's the shaggy defense. Was on move. Yeah, that's well, a debatable charge. Yeah. <laughs> that is totally debatable. Now, the book I read kind of made him out to like be a martyr for his family, but oh. <laughs> like taking the fall. But remember this like guy, other they were all now essentially broke, and of course, like Bernie did try to stash some money away like in hard goods like diamonds and shit but their lifestyle style was essentially ruined and would fall to shit as we'll get oh my it. goodness we have to go back to plumbing <laughs> yeah. um during the course of the trial ruth and bernie actually attempted to do a little hitler's bunker and downed handfuls of sleeping pills yeah <laughs> a little party before going away yeah yeah. Fortunately, they woke up the next morning ah, just feeling shit. like shit. Ah, it's 7.30. Damn it. We morning. usually wake up at 6.30. <laughs> you know they don't. These are old people. Old people don't sleep. Now, Bernie mm. was sentenced to a, the maximum sentence of 100, 150 years Ooh. in prison with no parole. 
Just yeah. for the record. This is what you get. Don't fucking embezzle shit, Mike. He's, okay? He's 71 years old. Hey, he is. He's about to die anyway. Yeah, he's done. It well, shows. his he lawyers were like, yo, dude, this guy's 71. Like, make it 12 or 15, and he'll pretty much be dead anyway. But the judge was like, Hell nope, no. it's 150 years. That's Great. Harsh. You know what would be really funny if his dad outlived him? If his dad was, like, alive today, he was, like, 140 and just, like, I'm out here greasing the pipes. Robin Hood. My oh. son is a disgrace. I'm using Robin Hood. I don't care about GameStops. That's video games. <laughs> I hate my fucking sons. <laughs> my son's is bad at this. <laughs> oh, this Ponzi scheme had fucked over so- thousands of people's lives around the world and helped tailspin the economy. This was... um. This was $65 billion that just didn't exist. Right. And now we're printing up trillions like it's no big deal. Well, so, yeah, it's, this it is, is the 2000s. A lot can change in 12 years. <laughs> yeah. He started a new trend. Yes. Keep Th- spending money. Let's yeah. see what happens, yeah. everyone. Spend money you don't yes. have. Hey, guys, you know that $5 on Patreon tier? You might as well start spending it now because your money is nothing. <laughs> you should give us $10 a month. You now, should give us 30 Now, I could give two shits about uh, the rich. I mean, there was some French fuckhead who's managing a bunch of bank banks that had invested in Bernie Madoff, and he ended up slitting his wrists into buckets. That's actually one of the funnier stories out of this bit. I remember him into buckets. He was a neat freak, and um, he put a note, and he didn't want to ruin the carpet yeah. for the next guy coming in. Oh, sorry. Wow. If, you, okay. if you're going to kill yourself, Do it nicely. make sure you sever all ties with your family. As soon as you and leave the house, you go, listen, you know, last thing you say to your wife. So she knows. She's confused. You want to leave your li- wife confused if you're going to kill yourself, which is, I love you so much. I'm going to the office. By the way, you need to lose some weight. And then <laughs> head to the office. Yeah, that'll do it. Set up some buckets right in there. You're dead. That's clean, too. No, it's clean. no mess. Yeah. I think a cleaning lady found him. I think that was set up, too. Because if we're going to have someone find him, it's going to be the person who's going to take care of it. <laughs> That's hardcore. Yeah, but then there were regular people that suffered too. There was this guy named William Foxton who was a decorated British soldier and invested his entire military pension in Madoff. And during one Sunday, during during one Sunday afternoon, sitting in the park, he shot himself in the head. Well, let's just chalk it up to him probably being racist. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, now, there were plenty of seniors. Bernie loved to feed on seniors because they had these funds that he wasn't going to they weren't going to take out. You know, they just sat there. So now they had to work. These seniors had to worry about feeding themselves because they essentially had no money. Uh-oh. Right. So then this uh, again reflects on. Us. Yeah. People our age. We've been feeding some of these people. Yeah. And the biggest tragedy of them all. I know what. Well, Bernie okay. had stole millions of dollars from Kevin Bacon. Really? You fucking serious? Kevin Bacon invested. I, terrible. I, there's something about him. <laughs> there's something about that kill scene in the first Friday the 13th where you're watching him get murdered and you go, that guy's probably not a savvy investor. <laughs> I like how you can see yeah. his CG dick in The Invisible Man. Yeah, that's true. Really? Let's talk about the Madoffs. All right, so Bernie's brother Peter did 10 years. She... Um, the two of his sons got off the hook because they had ratted him out, um, right. but, um, but their lives had completely changed. Mark Madoff, the younger of the two, two years after his father's arrest was found hanged from with a dog leash 
in his apartment wow. in Manhattan. Ooh. Dude, <laughs> if you're going to hang yourself in Manhattan, up it from dog leash. Yeah, right? That's almost a little bit worse than it's being like a pet parent. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. That's rude. That's a rude way to go out. Um, His brother Andrew died of cancer. Both of them were in their 40s. Sheesh. <clears throat> Karma. That, that guy I mentioned, Frank DePascali, the high school goomba. I'm assuming yeah. he had a mullet. He actually faced 125 years in prison. Did he do by, it? But for being involved in the scheme, I didn't write the actual charges, but this was the guy okay. who knew what was going on. Yeah. Right. You know? Um, oh, they oh, okay. In hindsight, they could have been a little more subtle with yeah. the dress. <laughs> so he, his trial got delayed for six years, and he would die of lung cancer before ever going to court. Damn. So you got to get him in there quick. I agree. Ru- Ruth ended up hiding most of her, uh, some of her funds from Bernie. Uh, she was successfully sued for, hide, hide, for hiding assets, but the court had pity on this poor woman, so she was able to ha- keep an income, or not, not an income, a sustained uh, a stipend. Yeah, a stipend of $2 million. Oh, oh good for her. You know what? I want her drinking the fucking hot dog water. <laughs> I, I would say, look, we get it. You're, you've been trained to enjoy a life of luxury, and perhaps your husband lied to you. So we're going to go to your house in the Poconos, and we're going to make you ski every day <laughs> until you're dead. Even when there's no snow. When there's no snow. We're just going yeah, pu- to keep pushing you down the mountain. Sounds better than jail. So, so you can enjoy the life of luxury. You're going to do three laps, and then you're going to hit the cocktail bar. Yes, that's okay? too bad. Don't forget the hot dog water. Is it dirty water? Yeah, like, just rub it in their face a little bit. You know, yeah. like, clean, I don't want the clean water. I want the I, dirty water. I have mixed feelings on this woman, because she's probably, like, a scumbag. She like hot? the rest of them. Oh, yeah. But also... She she's like a mega Karen if you look at pictures uh, of her. She could she could hair like she could have backed out at any point and sued him for like everything, yeah. like for divorce. Yeah. So hmm. just that alone, like you could have got it. I mean, look at uh, Jeff Bezos's wife. She got out early before the embezzlement hit. She is the world's richest woman. Smart and lady. That's how you do it. You marry a really rich guy who. Um, Eats children or something, and, you know. Mike, go see if she needs money invested. So yeah, you're right. I should. She's donating a lot of money, and you know what? Good for her. I don't know what she's donating to, but my um, funds. Who cares? Just throw it away. It's all fake. That's good away. Good away enough. <laughs> so let's talk about old Bernie. Well, he was sent to the Federal Correction Institute of Butner Medium, which is in <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> I want. I want Butner hard. <laughs> Not yeah. Butner medium Dude, or me- Butner soft. Yeah, he was just a medium, like a little soft boy. Yeah, too much, too his, much. His projected release date was 2137. It's a good year. Which and is hilarious that they bother at that yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he I would be at the ripe old age of 102. Three He's years before the last Bitcoin, Bitcoin would be mined. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. 2140, yeah. last, last Bitcoin year. 2140? Yep. Gotta get in before then. Gotta get in. <laughs> yeah, man, still early. They keep saying it. <laughs> yeah. get in, in 2009, in 2009, he got in his first prison yard fight with a fellow senior citizen. Uh-oh. Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that. tell me about it. Um, he was, uh, So he was sent to the prison hospital, and the, <laughs> the report said that he had facial fractures broken ribs, and a collapsed lung. Dang, he got fucked up. Now, 
It turns out that that was not true. He just had hypertension. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But apparently everyone in jail treated this guy like a superstar because, uh, you know, in jail, you never want a rat. And apparently they saw him that he wasn't a rat. He kind of gave himself up. Bernie became friends with Carmine Pescado, who was the boss of the Colombo family for the New York Mafia. Yeah, good friend. Um, and also in 2019, he sent a letter to Donald Trump for a pardon. The two, oh. of, the two of them, as I mentioned, were, were buddies uh, partying down in Mar-a-Lago. But seeing that Bernie probably got the smooth brain 45 to invest in his Ponzi scheme, his plea went to deaf orange ears. Damn. Deaf orange yeah, ears. Can we got curves. <laughs> the joke's been done. I don't like Bernie's. Yeah, no well, sands or butts. Yeah, well, you said Bernie Sanders in jail? Good. Me? I like Bernie. No, He's I'm nice saying guy. that's Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is I don't know his name. I don't remember the last names. He says fellows. <laughs> That's my only Trump impression you're going to get. It's not good. <laughs> Anyone going to ask me the question? I heard of Bernard Burber did die. Bernard Burber. So in February of 2020. Oh, recent. Yeah, fe- man. He died fe- on my yeah, birthday. You were at my house when he died. Yeah. In February of 2020, uh, his lawyers filed a c- compassionate release from prison uh, um, with the claim that he was suffering chronic kidney failure, giving him less than 18 months to live. Damn, kid. You're going to die. And also, as are co- kind of doing this with Harvey Weinstein right now. It's like, oh, his eyes and teeth are falling out. And everyone's just like, so? So? Stop poking him in the eyes and taking his teeth out there. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. Oh. Ba- this is obviously a setup. <laughs> Also, this was the uh, you know COVID pandemic that we're living in, and they were afraid he was going to catch the COVID. Oh my goodness! Oh no! <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are we gonna let this old man who's destroyed so many thousands of lives? We're going to COVID. God damn, these people are stupid. What a case! He's a prisoner. Why can't they mean shit? She's like, oh, you're in prison. Oh, um, actually, you're the bottom of society now. How does that feel, buddy? <laughs> How does that feel, you old prick? <laughs> How does, it, how does it feel to eat He's like, one of the filter fish with no horseradish? No horseradish. None. <laughs> that's a bad, that, that's a bad that's meal because you want a cold and you want something zingy on it. His Ugh. requests were denied due to the severity of his crimes. They're like, fuck off, Bernie. Stay you know, in there. You know what they need? They need a fucking, they need a table where like, you want to make your plea? All right, give us more. Chop off some of your dick in front of us. <laughs> Do it. Just If you could chop off like some of your dick in front of us, We'll think about like it. Like Yakuza rule. We'll think no, about it. That it's like off. a jigsaw like moment. Yeah, exactly. Like who care like if these people are that at the end end of their life and they've done that much harm and they're going Yeah, what is he gonna do? Is like give them we, an extreme revive like, jackass. Right, I'm just saying give people. them an extreme way that. out. If they've done something extreme and are asking for that much in return, just be like, yeah. That's how many penis. I think we need. To, I think we need to help uh, some taxes out and rejuvenate the gladiatorial games with some of these old people. That not would not even cool. that. I just want to see like, I'd hi, I'm that. Bernie Madoff. I, you know, like frauded a billion people. I'm gonna do two flips off of like the prison <laughs> like guard tower. If I if I nail it, then I get out. Yeah, they give him a little. Oh. They give him a twin mattress to land on, <laughs> and they sick. take it away at the last second. <laughs> yeah. 
Or or it's like full of like fucking like rusty cheese graters. Oh, oh, dude, like doing one of those belly dives that those circus freaks did. You know, like where they put yeah, that's cool too. Like, yeah, just do that. All right, if you make the dive at the prison wall, you can continue a life of scamming, and we'll pretend none of this ever happened. <laughs> yeah, but it's like all like thick maple syrup, so he just collapses his lungs. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that would be something. So on Tom's birthday of this year, twenty twenty one. April 14th. If you didn't know Tom's birthday now, you got to send him Great. Shit. I yeah. have been doxxed. I'm 33, <laughs> and I I am invested in... Um, it's a lucky number, Tom, 33. 33. Yeah, I guess it is. I was going to... What am I not invested in that I could say I am invested Dogecoin? in? Dogecoin? I have shops. 20 Dogecoin. That's, that's some bad numbers right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to pump those volumes up, Tom. Come on. What are you doing over here? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to be personal <laughs> with the, the audience. So on uh, Tom's birthday, 2021, Bernie Madoff died of natural causes, probably due to mm. his kidney failure. At the I age, feel like there's a big black inmate named Natural Causes that has a cellmate. <laughs> so we're just just uh, stretching that wrinkly hole out. At the age of hole. 82, in the federal prison in, prison in North Carolina. What was oh. it called? Butts Prison. B- but- Butthole Prison. Butner. Okay, but- congratulations. Medium well, butt. Guys, I I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we did this show. Cody, Mike, Travis, thank you for doing the research. Thanks, Travis. Um, yeah. Good. Now make that money, Mike. Right. I'm, Fresh I'm boy. inspired now to run a Ponzi scheme. You've been taking <laughs> notes. You know no, that no, your no. predecessor is dead now. He died on my birthday. Get at it. This his spirit entered my soul as he died. Right. And. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are having lots of soul butt sex or something in there. Yeah, hey, that's private, but <laughs> that's all that matters. Well, <laughs> that's what he does in his bedroom that's with private, Bernie Madoff's ghost is his own business. I wasn't shaming. I was just saying it's you know it's good. It's good. So either way, wow, what have we learned about money tonight, guys? Cody, what have you learned about money tonight? Uh, yeah, you fuck over poor people, you'll get away with it. But you fuck over rich people, you'll spend uh. 150 fucking years in jail. Okay, smart. Even if you're 89. Good. Right. Uh, Mike, you've learned a lot. Give us, in, in a quick sentence. You what fake you it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. There we go. Pretend, the, you pretend yeah. you're the this shit until weird. it blows up in your face. It's beautiful. Um, Cody, uh, Cody, Tom, and I, we made a very smart investment. How many of you guys fucking did, dirty did rich? We? Yeah. So, look. We're, coin. We, we are looking forward to telling all you listeners of Roast Mortem where our money went to, most of my money, but um, where uh, our money has gone to and what Mike has done with it if he ponzies us. If he doesn't ponzi us, I don't think he can ponzi us. I'll keep you guys up, He'd like screw something up. (laughs) Oh, you think I'll screw something up? Now he's going to ponzi us. Now you think I'm going to screw something up? Thanks, Cody. He was going to do honest (laughs) investments and now he hates us. Oh, no, I'm going to do a ponzi scheme now just so I can do it. He's just going to start another podcast. It's going to do way better than this one. (laughs) The Mike Show. That's what he's going to do. Ponzi schemes with Mike. Ponzi's going to the shark right. tank. We're going to tune into Tank on Sharks. We're going to see. He's going to have one month on Patreon where his Patreon is worth $6,666. Maybe just coincidentally covering his ass. Yeah. Maybe it's just the same money. You know what? I quit the podcast now. As, as it, uh, right now. So Don't leave can't do that. I have enough funds to get my own thing started. Uh, Oh, no. That's where we part ways now, I think. Wow. Mike, I also gave you two scoot boards. I gave you a regular size one and a tiny one with Piccolo on it. Come on. I can hang, it, I can hang it in dog. my studio when I'm, when I'm doing my podcast. Oh. This is my friend Travis. Wow. All right. Look, Mike, 
thanks for doing everything you yeah, can this for is us. Nice. Uh, Travis, like I, I said this before, but thanks again for the research. That was a lot of fun. Cody, thanks for being here all the way from Hawaii. Tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening. We are Rose Morton Podcast. Check out patreon.com slash Rose Morton Cast if you like the show. If not, give us a rating on iTunes. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, all the platforms. We are there. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Our and tell va- your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Check, check me out on Sean Harris. Mike gets podcast. none of the Patreon money for this stunt. Just so yes. You know. Just so you know. This is our investment. Yes. And then once this works, we can open it up to the public. Open Let's see. Let's see, Mike. <laughs> Right. I'm a trustworthy person. You would trust me if you saw me on the street randomly. Mike, stick around for the after show. All right. Thank you, Shane. Yeah. Also, thank you. Also, not for human consumption. Thinks you're a murderer. Really? Hey. hey. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I do have nothing behind these eyes. Yeah.